Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Friday, October 20th at the Keeneland Fall Meet. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Going to take a look at the late pick four as we do on these podcasts, and it starts in the seventh race on Friday. A turf sprint at five and a half furlongs, second level allowance, and it's Phillies and Mayors three and up. And you've got a Wesley Ward trainee that's, I think, nine to five morning line favorite, shoot the lights, but uh, coming off, you know, moving up in class. If you don't like that one, then it seems to me there's just a lot of different ways you can go. This this kind of feels like it could be a price race. So I don't know who'd you see, who'd you land on. I don't disagree with that. I uh, I got to use shoot out the lights, but you know, there's a lot of question marks uh, with this Philly. He's been off since August, Saratoga. Um, broke through in first little allowance company had an 85 buyer led wire to wire and that could happen again i mean you're looking at the other horses in here and laura's charm for gaffley own perhaps is going to challenge the lead but the rest of them you know don't don't really cheap speed coming from mountaineer that you don't really worry about on a five and a half furlong turf course but shoot out the lights is probably going to be your favorite and i think she's got a good shot to win but i'm going to use a couple other horses in here i'm going to use Red um, redefined for Michelle Lovell, uh, coming off a similar race at Saratoga, five and a half furlong, but she was running in the listed stakes to Galway, one hundred fifty thousand dollars listed stakes, and got beat by four lengths. Prior to that, he had broken through the first level allowance company at Belmont with an eighty-five buyer. So, really, she beat a couple horses in there: Gallon of Rush and Anna Karenina, uh, that came back and won. So, redefined, I think. Uh, at seven to two versus nine to five is probably a better price. Also, going to use Saul Hope for Corey Lannery and Mary Leitner, who's not a very well-known trainer here, but is twenty-one percent for the year on a limited number of, of uh, horses. This filly ran well at Colonial um, this summer and then shifted to Gulfstream. Didn't run as well on the synthetic. But if you take a look at the two five and a half furlong races at Colonial, uh, went through a claiming race and did not get claimed and they threw her into an allowance race non-winners of one other than and she won so she's getting better at the right time uh taking a shot here in this tougher spot but uh i wouldn't be surprised if Saul hope is in the in the mix there's others in here that could could uh challenge laura's charm uh with guys leon riding for lacey pierce rode this horse at churchill last time out speed and fade um on the outside brian lynch has a 20 to 1 shot frozen solid coming off an off-the-turf race in Indiana, but his her turf form was good back at Churchill in the spring. So lots of ways you can go if you don't like uh, the chalk here. But I'm just going to stick with those three, hoping to get through the first leg. I ended up taking a swing at a price in here, and it's the one twirling Savi. Uh, and the main angle is the best race from a buyer speed figure standpoint for this horse came at Keeneland on this turf course with Santana riding. And he's riding today. Um, I'm not wild about the one hole, but this horse comes from off the pace. So I think that negates the, the disadvantageous nature of the, the one hole in a, in a turf sprint. McLean Robertson, uh, Robertson picks uh, good spots coming into Keeneland. So I thought in a race where I just didn't really like anybody a lot, I would take a, a price and, uh, take the horse that ran her best race under you know these conditions. Shoot the lights. Got to use. Uh, redefined. Got to use that one. Um, Julian Le Peru's been uh, been cold, but uh, normally rides these turf sprints well. And uh, Michelle Lovell uh, does good work with turf sprinters. And then for Dawn, I'm going to throw in my ticket for Paulo Lobo. 
Of course, had trouble at the start last time. Previous race was an 89 buyer in an off-the-turf race at Ellis. Before that, ran on the turf for the first time and ran okay. So just kind of looking at that 89 buyer figure, if uh, somehow she could run back to that, she'd be a contender in here. So I'm going to put her on the ticket for that reason and go four deep when we do the pick four. The eighth race is a first-level allowance at a mile and an eighth on the main track for three and up. I took Poblano in here. I like the 85 in the three-year-old debut. Uh, regressed in the stake, but uh, if, she, if uh, he can get back to that 85, he's a big player, I think, for uh, Brendan Walsh, and you get Tyler Gaffleyone riding. Uh, the eight, Raging Sea, is uh, Chad Brown. His horses have been firing. Horse had a 90 last time out to just Catherine up at Saratoga. That's a nice horse. And uh, horses by Curlin, so the mile and eight should be right in Raging Sea's wheelhouse. So uh, I think one of those two probably wins it. If you want to go deeper, uh, Shirley, Shirley for Brad Cox making the third start and uh, won the debut at Indy. So horses that win their debut uh, sometimes indicates uh, better than average talent. So you could take a look at that one. But I really think three or eight wins this. How about you? I agree with you. I just took Raging Sea as the better win bet coming off that mile and eighth race at Saratoga. Just thought that might be a little bit better race than the one Pablano came out of, even though it's a listed stakes Churchill and and Pablano. They, they wrapped up uh, on her after she had some trouble. So go back to her maiden breaker at Ellis Park, and, and she went wire to wire. That's a speed-favoring track down there this summer, though, so I would kind of take that with a grain of salt. I like um, Raging Sea over Poblano, but, and I almost singled in here. I did use both of them. Let's move on to race nine. It's a third-level allowance. It's stakes-caliber field here for three and up at a mile on the turf. Where did you land? I landed on a lot of them. I, I, <laughs> I really didn't have a feel for this one at all. Uh, I think Easter's going to take a lot of money for Grand Motion, rightfully so, coming off the mile and eighth race at Saratoga, shortening back up, uh, and is four for nine at the distance. So Easter, it's either Easter or you can go deep. And I went it deep in here because I actually like that three and eight better in the, in the eighth race, hoping to catch a price in here. I think King Max, for uh, Delgado and Santana uh, coming out of a Woodbine uh, poly race, but the horse was very competitive on the turf prior to that at Monmouth. Uh, has some uh, form in England that would fit here, and I always take a look at the European horses coming here. Forever super for Johnny Velasquez and Trombetta comes off an 89 buyer at Monmouth again. Went off at 1-5 to five and won like a good thing. Um, two race win streak, four for nine lifetime. I don't think you're going to get a 10-to-1 on Johnny V. Strong quality for Cassie and Drew, numbers-wise, fits right with the favorites. And um, this horse ran well at Kentucky Downs after running okay in the Arlington Million at Colonial. Got beat five and a quarter by set piece and raced against up to the mark. Prior to that, it was grade one Manhattan. So strong quality, certainly, certainly has a big shot. The main event for Luis Saez and George Weaver, uh, coming out of the aqueduct, optional $80,000 claimer has, has run in grade ones before um, and won a grade three at Delaware last year at a mile and eighth on the turf. So I'm going to go five deep in here, hoping to beat the favorite. Uh, Easter's a, it's got a big shot in here, but I think that he may be vulnerable. Yeah, I think Easter's probably the one to beat with uh, the motion and Flavian Pratt connection and the uh... – Three top two finishes from five starts, but I am going to try to, to beat him with strong quality. Uh, good speed for that one. Cutting back from longer, which could help with that early speed. 
And this horse won here in April with a 94 buyer from Mark Cassie and uh, really looked good doing it. And they put him in some tough spots after that, clearly thinking that you know he had, uh, he had some quality about him. And uh, he's run okay, but uh, hadn't been able to get back to the winner's circle. So maybe in a little softer spot, back in allowance company, strong quality can do that. Um, we talked to Florent Giroux for the Today at Keeneland show, and uh, he's uh, high on this one. Uh, thinks there's a lot of quality there. Thinks the class relief could be the ticket for strong quality to get another win. Uh, War campaign, if he draws in, I'm going to use. Has run well on the turf, and he's a late runner, so that, I think, helps negate the bad post. But 13-hole going a mile's tough. But if he drops back, comes running late, I think he's probably more of a hit-the-board candidate than a win. But it'd be a nice price if he wins, so I'm going to put him on the ticket. And then four main event, I'm going to use... Uh, the Weaver-Sias connection and a horse that's had consistent figures and uh, is well-drawn from the four-hole. So I'm going to use four on my pick four ticket with strong quality, the win pick. Last race, uh, 20K claimers, non-winners of two lifetime at six and a half on the main and three and up. And I thought this looked pretty formful. I took captivated drama off the angle of Diodoro claiming this one last time out out of a race at Churchill. Horse has good speed from the outside going six and a half. That should uh, give him a chance for a nice... Uh, trip, slight drop in class, uh, dual monarchy, big improvement last time, and uh, was a couple of links and change ahead of the third place finisher. Gaffleone stays on this one, so I think that one's a, a strong candidate. And then Mahoney Road, who finished ahead of Captivated Drama last time, good second off uh, a break, uh, was claimed by the Habib Barn, and they hit it 17% with their claims. So I thought one of those three probably wins this. How how do you see race 10? I use those three. Uh, coming out of similar races, because they obviously when you have, uh, have a $20,000 claiming level, not necessarily going to repeat the same finish. So you have to take all three of those. Um, also, we use a couple more in here, though. I'm, I used uh, Libertango for Wayne Catalano. Uh, Catman's due. He's 0, he's 0 for 9, and he usually comes up with a couple of wins in the Keeneland meet. This one ran at Indiana last time out on the turf. Um, almost got... Uh, almost one allowance race there. I got to believe that allowance uh, company was tougher than this twenty thousand dollar claimer. Uh, and go back to the race at Keeneland in April, and was in the lead at, at the half mile pole and gave it up and got beat by six and a half, but was really close right until the end. Um, that was a six furlongs, just a six and a half. But you know maybe the horse is a little bit better right now, and Cat has this one well spotted at twenty thousand. And then just for just for kicks and grins, I have a son named David, and if I'd had a horse named David's tuition um, when he was in college, it would probably run like this. The horse is only won $11,000. That would not cover David's tuition. But I've got to use it for a hunch play. And Machado won the last two races yesterday as we're taping this uh, on Thursday. So on Wednesday, he wins the last two for Colebrook, good rider. And um, this horse just may surprise somebody at 20 to 1. So what's your pick four ticket look like? I have a $75 ticket, um, 2310 with 38, with 478011, with 247911. That does include my hunch pay play. So if you don't like David's tuition, you can play it for 60. I have a $48 ticket. First leg is 12910 with 3 and 8, with 47813, with 4911. $48 ticket. For my pick four, the uh, Keeneland Turf pick five, pick three is uh, back on the Friday card, and it starts in race five. If you want to play that for a three dollar increment, 
Best of luck. Got stakes coming up on the Saturday and Sunday cards. We'll be back with more of the Keeneland In The Money podcast to talk about those days coming up. That's the In The Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. Good luck.